0: the Garbage Fire Podcast, a.k.a. MFKS Radio, on the airwave style at 48752. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who predicts six more weeks till nuclear winter.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Uh, the Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. I really shouldn't laugh about nuclear winter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, I do enjoy how... Like, now that we're a million years into this podcast, we <laughs> surprise each other with the phrase of the week rather than writing a script. <laughs>
1: yes. I still remember think the script to... days. <laughs> I do, we, we did them for quite some time. We had notes for, like, probably 40 episodes. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, like, we maybe a little bit more than that. And then we were just like, well, okay. It's not like we ever freaking stuck to them, so... No, it's true Sometimes we had really good things to talk about And we just never got around to it Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I remember back when Back when we had plants And I sometimes think about how quaint that was (laughs) (laughs) I don't know Some of those were our best episodes, I think Some of them were pretty good, it's true But now we just I think now Like the distance and time Because it's not quite as regular and whatever I think it's now like Just an excuse for us to talk to each other Yes. And then we record our conversation and share with the world, apparently.
0: <laughs> well, it's a very small section
1: of the world. Yeah, I'm, but it's out there for everybody if they wanted it. Yes, that's true. So. Um, Riva went to Lethbridge to see her family last weekend, and she texted me because <laughs> she was listening to an episode for On the Drive Down. And then, I can't remember, she had to turn it up, obviously, like, to hear, uh, and then she, when the episode was done, she turned on some music again, but forgot to adjust, like, the volume on her phone. <laughs> just, oh, like, no, no. just like, I almost blew up my eardrums, and I was oh, like, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. uh, But she did say that our sound levels were nice and balanced, so that was good. <laughs> That's good feedback.
0: Oh, has it been a recent one with my yeah. continual yeah. audio concerns?
1: Yeah. Are you still recording on that mic?
0: Sure are.
1: Fun. Fun times. I think it may be resolved
0: in the next few weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I am hoping I can use a pool of money that exists to purchase a new computer. Oh, fun. So, we'll
1: (laughs) keep you posted. That's exciting and fun. I was going to buy a new computer over Christmas, and then I was like, I should probably save that money. Because I'm going to have to take another course here one of these days.
0: Yeah. You do too many things. I've said it many a time.
1: Yeah, other people have said that too, and
0: I just choose to ignore it. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
1: I'll take it under advisement, and I will continue to do what I want.
0: You'll take it under advisement and lock it in the
1: advisement drawer. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Which is one of only seven drawers I have in my house, so... (laughs)
0: Well, in order to really amp up the quality of this conversation, the snow removal people are outside my house now.
1: Oh, fantastic. <laughs> that's Well, I mean, it's good. It's okay. It's better than, like, in the summertime when it's, like, the people doing the lawn and the windows are open.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, Megan, should we begin? We should begin. <laughs> okay, begin
1: <laughs> <laughs> So I texted Kelsey last night At like 11 o'clock Not 1am, like she said, maybe it was 1am I don't know, I didn't get home till pretty late Um, and told her that we were definitely Going to talk about Fleabag Yes So we're going to talk about Fleabag
0: <laughs> So go on Amazon Prime And watch <laughs> BBC's Fleabag
1: It's, it's only 12 longer. episodes
0: And they're only a half an hour yeah,
1: each Yeah, but <laughs> it is a wild ride.
0: It is. Moments happened in this show, Megan, where I audibly and visibly gasped and brought my hands to my eyes to cover them because Uh I could not believe what had just happened. (laughs) I know.
1: I know. know. And it was like, it's so fun. It's funny to me after having watched it because I just watched it like just like within the last like 10 days. Um, that, like, at the end of 2019, Obama had said that it was one of his favorite TV shows yes, of the year. Which I'm now that I'm like, I've watched it, and I'm like, okay, interesting. <laughs> like, I don't know what that says. You don't know what that says about him? About him as a person, no. I'm not entirely
0: sure. Oh, but Megan, like, the character Fleabag is just such a fucking disaster you don't think in every level of government he's served on he's just been fucking surrounded by them
1: or maybe he's just looking at her as a disaster and it's a direct comparison to what's happening now who even knows
0: no i don't quite know about that i think the character fleabag is a little
1: bit more redeemable than certain unimpeachable (laughs) presidents of the united states oh man that makes it (laughs) as an aside That makes the definition of unimpeachable just so much more macabre. (laughs) Like,
0: just... Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh,
1: man. Okay, do you want to do a quick rundown of, like, what the premise of the show is? Uh, do you want (laughs) to (laughs) try? Basically? Good luck. No, I... You know what? I don't even know if I can. I remember reading... I think it was... I think it was just the Wikipedia like brief summary at the top before it gets into it um and it made me laugh because well hang on here
0: you gonna find it
1: yeah i'm gonna find it because i think it's um i think it's worth i think it's worth reading here um maybe it wasn't the wikipedia one no it wasn't it was well there's this this is like the like the Google Review thing. A dry-witted woman, known only as Fleabag, has no filter as she navigates life and love in London while trying to cope with tragedy. The angry, grief-riddled woman tries to heal while rejecting anyone who tries to help her, but Fleabag continues to keep up her bravado through it all. That's a pretty good That's summary. pretty good, yeah. Because I don't know what else you would say about it. Well... It's so funny how
0: how many like tropes there are in this series like the evil stepmother and the dim-witted father and the grieving sisters orphans like there's so many strange things that you think you should know what they should be like and then you get a hot priest <laughs> <laughs> yes. A hot alcoholic
1: <laughs> A hot alcoholic priest Sexy priest <laughs> Yes
0: And you're just like What do I even do with this information?
1: <laughs> like, well yeah, but yeah, no, it was a- So it was absolutely like Because I'd heard about the show And I was like, I'll get around to it get- And I know it's on Prime, like it's not a big deal I'll watch it at some point, that was kind of my Mm-hmm. My thing, and then, <laughs> to be very honest with you, I was reading some Star Wars fan fiction, and saw a summary of one that was like was based on Fleabag, and it was about the hot priest, and I was like, so I read it, and I was like, I gotta watch this fucking show. That's why I
0: watched it. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh man, sees <geez. laughs> was well, great i came back from mexico over my 31st birthday with um just every illness you can imagine a person having and i mainlined four tv shows in two days because <laughs> i couldn't do anything else in my life and it was horrible and bag was one of those things
1: Yeah, I watched it in, like, three days, and I, like, had to go to work and stuff. (laughs) I just, like, cannot stop this show.
0: No. I want to know from you, like, what were your moments that were, like, mine where I, like,
1: audibly and physically,
0: like, gasped?
1: Um, in the second season, when Fleabag and the Hot Priest are making out in the church... Uh-huh. And that painting fell. <gasps> <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god!"
0: I know. And you know that my Pap actual reaction—like, this is a
1: sign of God that we are doing <laughs> yeah. bad things. My actual reaction was like, "What the fuck?" Because I was just like, "No, why? Why?" Yeah. But also, I totally like, they were—they were, about that. Oh they my were god. making out in a confessional booth, so like, you know.
0: Well, you know, uh, Megan, it hasn't been the first time. Let's let's
1: be no, it's, honest here. It's true, but it was it was just like that was like the one, and it was just so funny. And then I went back and watched that again, and the way it was framed was really interesting, because like that painting was in the frame the entire time.
0: Yeah,
1: and then it just dropped. So like you saw it there. Nothing. N- nothing made it drop. Like there was no. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like it had just been like it would have been hanging crooked and no, it was It was the way it was framed it was in the frame the entire shot. And then all of a sudden it just like clattered to the ground.
0: Wouldn't it have been hysterical if that wasn't scripted?
1: <laughs> and then they kept it in because it was just so perfect. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fuck. A moment where I gasped. There's two big ones that I... Well, three big ones that I couldn't fucking believe. One was when she shattered the trophy.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Another one was her sister's horrific haircut. (laughs) (laughs) And the third one, which is less dramatic than those other two, is when evil stepmother, stepmother left the flowers on the porch. Oh yes, yes. That they had brought to memorialize their dead mother, mm-hmm. and she said, "Oh, these are so beautiful. You know what we're gonna do? We're just gonna leave them out here on the front step." <laughs> 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 Olivia Colman, what?
1: Oh, she's she's so good.
0: Holy shit! I couldn't believe the audacity.
1: Yes. to oh, do she,
0: that. Fuck. She was
1: incredible incredible in that role.
0: Oh my god. The shit she pulled off is absolutely bonkers. I did love too how like everything in Fleabag is just like... Everything in her life is always the opposite of what A, you expect it to be, and B, she wants it to be. Like... What a normal person would do. Her reaction is or instinct is always the opposite. Like when it's her mother's funeral, and she just looks too fucking gorgeous.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> She's yes. Like, no, I'm not wearing any makeup, and everyone's like, "What? You look so good. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you look so good? Your mother just died like days ago." Yeah. She's like I know, I can't. I can't make it bad.
1: Yeah, she's, um, she's a, she's a fascinating character. Because, like, I found, I just, I found her just so interesting. And obviously, I mean, like, Phoebe Waller-Bridge wrote the original sketch that this is based on. And, you know, like, so it's not, it's not like she doesn't know the character, like, very intimately. Mm -hmm. But, like, the character is just, like, she's just so fascinating. Because she is just an absolute tragic mess. For sure. But underneath all of it, like, underneath all of it, she just wants, like, she just wants to feel like she belongs somewhere. I know. And has no way to, like, advocate for that until she's in that confessional booth.
0: I know, and it was so heartbreaking, too, for her to be like, I just, like...
1: I just want someone to tell me what to do. Yeah. And, and how and to like, live my life.
0: Exactly. And just be like a normal person who doesn't have all these tragedies, although one of the tragedies is her fault. <laughs> oh, well,
1: yes. Yeah, that,
0: that revelation, when that happened in whatever season one, episode five, or yeah. whatever the fuck, <laughs> I turned and looked at Chris and I was like, The whole show makes sense now. Uh Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Everything makes sense, and I understand why she is the way she is.
1: I don't know if I still understand exactly why she's the way she is, but yes, I think, yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, in, like, the timeline of the show, I understand Mm -hmm. why she's acting Mm -hmm. like she is. But I did oddly appreciate how... um, Oh, what was I going to say? How they use the fourth wall in that show. hmm Because it's so much more subtle and complex than, like, the talking head kind of device that we're used to. And I was shocked to my very core when Hot Priest notices. hmm I was like, what does this mean?
1: Yes. What does this mean? Yes, because at that point, up until that point, it felt fairly authentic. Yes, but then when a substitute
0: for like an internal monologue.
1: Yes, but then once he noticed it, like my first thought was like, "Will this become? Is this like a piece of performance art?"
0: Mm.
1: Right, like, or did she want him to notice it? I don't think so, because she's afraid of that.
0: She's like shocked to silence mm-hmm. and she doesn't do it around him after that. hmm Other than her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Oh my god, it just gave me the giggles. Other when they're at that like Quaker meeting, <laughs> she stands up. Oh, my God. Because she's just looking at the camera like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs> that
0: panic.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed that, like, technique because I thought it was very interesting to see how... And also how the show went on and how particular things... Like, how the, her relationship with the priest evolved and how... Mm-hmm how her acknowledgement of the camera changed Mm -hmm. and like what she left for us to see and not to see Yeah, right because like the culmination of that relationship she left it for us not to see it Mm -hmm. uh, which I thought was really interesting because I feel like if it had been anyone else she would have let us see it
0: Right, right, right,
1: right, right, right. But because it, right in like the circumstances and whatever, uh, she like didn't you're let talking us see about it. when
0: she pushes the camera, away? yeah, pushes yeah, it down or whatever,
1: yeah. And like away. I feel like if it had been another person there with her, I feel like she would have let us see it. But I think yeah. that there was something about that in particular was like maybe at her most like raw and vulnerable.
0: Yeah, because it was it was real. Like a lot of her relationships before that are very utilitarian. Like in the first episode, she talks you through every move that this guy is gonna make that she doesn't give two shits about. She just wanted some sense of intimacy and that came through sex for her. Mm -hmm. But that's so not the case with Hot Priest. No. God, God, that ending.
1: Oh, it was just absolutely heartbreaking. Oh. Oh, Like I mean I, I you I felt like I knew that's what how it was going to end. But I still didn't like that that's how it ended.
0: No, and it I. You don't like it because it's so tragic, right? Mm-hmm. But everything in her life is tragic. She is tragic.
1: Yeah, well, and everything, but everything is so tragic. And there's like up until like maybe episode four in season two, like you kind of feel like maybe this is the one thing that won't be tragic. Yeah. Because she, right? like,
0: actively works against it.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But but it just, you got the sense, right, that it wasn't going to be that, like, you know, the expected sort of tragic end, and then it was, and I was just like, oh, oh, boy.
0: I know. I really hope that's not, like, the end of the show. I've heard that it is. Oh, that
1: sucks. But Google. like that's another that's another way that like British TV does things so much better than American TV. Like let's just cap it now and be done with it.
0: I know, but there's still so much shit we need to like her sister. I need to know if her sister and Claire, Claire and Claire mm-hmm. have like <laughs> I just need some closure on that. There's so many, like, little bits and pieces of the story that we still... I would love flashbacks, because she did some flashbacks to the, her mom's funeral in this one. I'd love flashbacks to who her mom was. Mm-hmm. And make that make a little bit more sense. But, God, it's so frustrating. And I just Googled. She said, firm no to season three. Wow. Oh, come on, Phoebe.
1: You know what? Go out on top. Just just i mean you know what i feel like put it this way i feel like when a former united states president who isn't a terrible person says like this is one of my favorite shows i think you gotta stop i think you've peaked (laughs) you know i think i think you gotta just you you gotta just take it and for what it is and be like all right we're done i'll carry on and make work on other projects but like this one is finished
0: yeah oh i just wish there would be more season two is just so
1: like i could have used another like two or three episodes
0: yeah.
1: But, you know, maybe not a whole other season, but, like, if season two had been, like, eight episodes instead of six.
0: I would love
1: just a Hot Priest show. Call it Hot Priest. <laughs> and you never actually find out his name.
0: BBC is Hot
1: Priest. <laughs> okay, let's write it. Let's do it. Let's make it happen.
0: <laughs> just, like, oh. any more Andrew Scott in my life would just be Oh, he's so top. He's extremely good, Megan. He's a hot priest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but just like he's just—he's just so good. I was—I was impressed by, by him because like I've—I never—I've never really watched. I, well, I never watched like Sherlock or anything else because I know he was like Moriarty in Sherlock. Um, but I've seen he's him in like, other extremely stuff. Extremely good is that. And I've always liked the stuff that. That he's done. I just, mm-hmm. you know, did not really know what to expect, and all of a sudden I was like, holy shit, what is even happening? It's
0: extremely hard to describe, because I'm trying not to spoiler everything for this goddamn <laughs>
1: I show. I know, I know. But like, the but bit- But his
0: problem with Rodentia? <laughs> <laughs> is a big one his love of pageantry is a big one
1: yes oh man yeah it's uh, the reason
0: that he's estranged from his brother is a big one yes that whole first episode in the restaurant was fucking
1: incredible yeah
0: holy (laughs) shit
1: yeah there's so many things that were just like so good yeah,
0: high recommend. Absolutely.
1: And like, well, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to be very clear here that I do not think we are overstating the Hot Priest thing.
0: Absolutely not. If anything, we are underselling it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> very much so. Because like, there is a moment in episode four where I had, I don't want to like, I'm not going to spoil it, but I had to hit pause. And I was like, Okay.
0: I think I know minutes. which one. Of course. It's just, okay, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, holy fuck.
1: And it was just, also,
0: like, disturbing considering the was. place context to it just re- command.
1: I was it like, really oh, was. I don't know but about this, bank. <laughs> also, like, not at all. But, like, in the, in the context of the show and how it was put together, it made perfectly good sense. It did. Cause it was in direct response to the thing that she had said just before. Yeah,
0: just direct me, command me, tell yes. me what to do. Yeah. But
1: when that, and I was just like, okay, just gonna need a minute here. Do you also have the
0: sneaking suspicion that Phoebe is about I don't know ten feet taller than Andrew's
1: Scott? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm okay. okay. Yes, I'm. I'm fairly certain that she is. Okay. Great, great, yeah. great, great, Yeah, yeah. She's she's I don't know how tall Andrew Scott is, but yes, I would assume that Phoebe's at least his height, if not taller.
0: Yeah, I'd say he's like, I don't know, a generous five ten.
1: Yeah. So like Let's 5'8". Google this.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Andrew Scott. No, I just don't want beautiful pictures. I want height. One point seven three meters. <laughs> it says okay. people also search for Phoebe Waller Bridge. <laughs> One point seven seven meters. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's so hysterical. she's. she's oh, yeah. She's four inches taller. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. So, so yeah. And then. And you can tell. And that's not an issue, which is good. Which is no. nice that that's, like, never made into a thing.
0: It's just something. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just something. Oh my god. Celebheights.com. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Scott's height. Officially claimed to be five feet nine and a half inches. (laughs) I don't think so, darling. Oh, that's funny. I don't think so. But I love your goddamn Irish face nonetheless.
1: I know, he's delightful. He's very, very delightful.
0: I can't even imagine being... Him and, like, having the meme impact that his characters do and, like, not being on the internet to enjoy it.
1: <laughs> right? Oh, <Yes. laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah, watch Bag. I, I think you're, we're definitely underselling it. Absolutely. Yes, um, we've it's... talked around a lot of shit. That... But if you watch it, you'll understand why. Oh,
0: yeah, I don't want to No, it. I don't want to
1: spoil it. It's not worth spoiling.
0: Oh, just go watch it. What are you doing? It's
1: literally six hours of your life. That's all it is. And it's going to make those six hours so good. Mm hmm. Yeah, you'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll gasp. You'll gasp. For Every sure, episode. You, will gasp.
0: you are going to be mind fucking blown by what these people do to each other. Oh yeah. my god.
1: Yeah, and, like, at the end of it all, too, just thinking about how these people, like, how they interact with each other, how they are, like, they're just, they are so cruel to each other Mm
0: -hmm. in
1: so many ways. And so, like, it's when there are moments of, like, tenderness, that's, I think, why it stands out so much. Yeah. Because generally speaking, I think these people are all just awful to each other.
0: Oh, for sure. Like I don't think that Hot Priest is awful. No, I think he might be like the only sane person <laughs> in the show, <laughs> even though he's absolutely bad shit crazy. <laughs> but yes. in comparison to the rest of these <laughs> horrible people,
1: oh, absolutely. Ugh. Well, the thing with him is he's at least upfront about what he's doing. Yes, like I, there's, a, you know, as 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 disappointing maybe as that ends or whatever um he's not i don't think at any point he's ever been dishonest about it
0: no i don't think so either
1: and i think that's the difference for like literally everybody else on this show like i i saw on the the guardians like review of it which made this just made me laugh uh, because of how much we liked him in um stranger things what is it where does it say here bum,
0: bum, 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 bum. oh brett Gelman.
1: yeah it says here um in series two that uptightness was fully explored with a layered nuanced performance that took in claire's insecurities and the ways in which she distracts from her truly awful husband martin the brilliantly slimy brett Gelman, who in full credit to his performance i'd frankly be happy never to set eyes on again
0: oh he's such a fucking piece of shit
1: yeah he's awful like, he's, he is awful.
0: He's disgusting. Everything yeah. about him is disgusting. And Brett Gelman has this, like, craziness behind the eyes mm-hmm. that is so upsetting. <laughs>
1: Ugh. Yeah, yeah. so. I
0: never want to see him ever again.
1: But, like, also want to see him again in Stranger Things. So it's all good. I get it. I understand. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not in Fleabag. Hate his Fleabag character. Bye bye forever.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um. Yeah, so anyway, watch it. It's good. So good. So, so, so entertaining.
0: Yes, I think that's the best way to describe it, is it's like, it's entertaining in a way that you haven't seen before.
1: Yeah, it's very much, it's very, yeah, it's something that, like, entertaining, uh, and I've talked about this with my kids at school, entertaining doesn't always mean, like, uplifting. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I feel like there are moments in this where things are very uplifting, and then there are moments where it's just, like, soul-crushingly depressing.
0: Yes, but that's life.
1: Well, and exactly, and the, but that's, I think that's the thing that I think is, is really interesting about it, is that, like, it reflects how we are just out in the world, Right. The, yes, like we, yes. we hit the highs and we hit the lows, and like that's just yes. what it is, right?
0: But I don't think the show is cynical.
1: No, I, I think don't the think so.
0: Characters are cynical, but I don't think the show itself agrees with the characters. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, absolutely. And I also like. I think too that you know we get this we get this sense that at the end of it all, that like she's changed.
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: And for the better. Yeah. Presumably. Where she's figured out how to cope with some of the things that have been holding her back Mm -hmm. for the last little while.
0: What? I don't know if she has. She thinks she has. But I don't think she has. She's still incredibly damaged.
1: She is. Oh, I mean, I'm not saying that she's like she's not better, quote-unquote, right? But, like, she's... I think she's, um... She's allowed herself to, like, be vulnerable. Yes. Instead of putting up that wall all the time. And I think that, like, from where we see her in, like, the first episode of season one to this last episode in season two, I feel like there's a considerable arc there for a character.
0: Agreed. And I think that's why you see the... Fourth wall um, usage kind of taper off because she's not using it to defend against the world anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sure. it's a fucking brilliant show.
1: Yeah, it's great. Everybody should watch it. That's my advice for. Uh, that's my advice for today. And 100%. Uh, for if you, if whatever reason you come to the show, you should just watch it because like we both <laughs> showed up at this show for very different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, I have a quiz for you. Oh, shit. A BuzzFeed okay. quiz. Which flu bag character are you?
0: Oh, fuck, yes. <laughs> I know who I'm going to be. It's going to be heartbreaking.
1: Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Uh, first, you have to pick a jumpsuit.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, Describe them.
1: Uh, you know one that eight-
0: thing where? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Stefan. Um, <laughs> uh, stripes. Black and white stripes, vertical stripes. Uh blue sleeveless looks like coveralls, like work coveralls, and then uh red with some kind of belt on it that I can't really tell what it is.
0: Uh black
1: stripies. Okay. How do you Need usually that
0: illusion of height?
1: <laughs> How do you usually get over a breakup? Uh throwing myself into my work, rebounding with someone new, expressing myself via creative outlet or prayer. <laughs> it's just Jesus Christ. That's Shit, so funny. dude. <laughs> it's not prayer, that's for sure. <laughs> that's, that's such a funny answer, though. A creative oh. outlet, I guess. Okay. Uh, your soulmate is someone who you can talk to about anything, shares your values, someone who's just like you, or you commit to forever.
0: Oh, God, this is... Like if we're speaking of the most literal D... <laughs>
1: okay well that's fine okay. okay it's time for a haircut what do you ask for a lob the usual something asymmetrical or just cut it all off
0: just cut it all off that's I what i like did three know. months ago baby
1: uh what's your drink of choice uh sparkling wine seltzer anything alcoholic or gin
0: fuck they're really forcing you into certain categories here.
1: <laughs> yes absolutely
0: um, anything alcoholic, I guess.
1: Okay. Your favorite animal is a guinea pig, a fox, a human being, or a computer mouse.
0: Well, fuck <laughs> off.
1: Uh, it's so funny.
0: Out of those? Yeah. A guinea pig, I guess.
1: Okay. Which catchphrase are you most likely to say? Jesus, take the wheel. The early bird gets the worm. You only live once or make love, not war.
0: Make love, not war.
1: And finally, what does work mean to you? It's a creative outlet, it's my whole life and identity, it pays the bills, or it's a calling.
0: It's a calling. Oh,
1: shit. (laughs) You are Fleabag's stepmother. Yeah, I knew it Fuck. Uh, You're a deeply creative soul who isn't afraid to express yourself for your wants, as taboo as they may be. You're unapologetically ambitious. Which sometimes makes you a little controlling of the people around you, but it's because you sincerely believe you know best.
0: I'm just a bit upset by how true to life that is.
1: Okay, I'm going to do this for me.
0: Yes, please.
1: Okay, jumpsuit. I'm going to go with the coveralls. How do you usually get over a breakup? Throwing myself into work. A soulmate is someone who... Ugh, I don't know. None of them? Is you have to choose one. Not real? Ugh, you can talk to about anything. It's time to ask for a haircut. But you ask for the usual. Drink of choice. Mm, gin, of those things, I guess. My favorite animal. <laughs> the mouse is so funny. Fuck, that's great. Um. Oh boy. A fox. Which catchphrase am I most likely to say? Don't None you of dare them?
0: say Jesus, take
1: the wheel, Megan. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but like, I would never say that, but that's the catchphrase that I would mean the most. More. I'll go with you only live once. Finally, what does work mean to you? I don't know, it's a calling. <laughs> I got hot priest. That's fabulous. <laughs> ah, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Oh no. shit, Did you, do you want to hear this description? This is so funny um, You're sweet, charismatic, and wear your heart on your sleeve People can't help but be drawn to your grounded nature And toe-curling listening skills
0: I'm sorry I'm sorry, you're what? <laughs> you heard it right Toe-curling listening skills Toe-curling listening skills
1: <laughs> yes. Fuck me No one's perfect, of course, but boy, oh boy Do you come pretty dang close Fuck, that's funny oh there's our episode there's
0: the fucking title i'm gonna text out to you
1: right now so i don't (laughs) forget oh boy this show's just bringing me so much delight so much delight
0: well i also have a quiz for you awesome um it's which disney prince will kill you (laughs) oh perfect um, can I, I just tell read. you my answer first? Because I yeah. did it at a time to see if it was good. Yeah. So my result was Peter Pan, and this is the description. Peter swoops down and plunges a knife deep into your chest. You can feel a certain heat coming off a bright light hovering by his shoulder. It's Tinkerbell, and she's simultaneously the most beautiful and horrifying thing you've ever seen. <laughs> Peter and Tink start to fade away as your vision is consumed by a bright light. Is this heaven? No, you don't think it is. (laughs) 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 That's so fucking savage. Oh, that's dark. Okay, so, while you wait, a news of your impending demise, choose an apple. So you've got something that's like a jazz apple, a red delicious, a half green, half red apple, and a granny smith green.
1: Um, the jazz
0: Okay. A flower. Oh god. Sunflower, rose, pink petals, or other, like,
1: a peony. Ah, uh, sunflower. Okay.
0: If you're going to be slaughtered by a prince, you might as well eat some carbs while you still can. <laughs> Do you want a bagel, a croissant, beautiful spaghetti, or
1: some fries? A croissant.
0: Fuck yeah. One final song before you go. Amazing Grace by Celtic Women, Angel by Sarah McLachlan, <laughs> Candle in the Wind, or You Raise Me Up by
1: Josh Groban. Oh. Um. Hmm. It's got to be Candle in the Wind. I think so. Because as soon as you said one song before you go, I was like, if one of the choices is not Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go, I'm going to be real disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so
0: choose a bird to carry your soul away. A Canadian goose. A black crow. A gray kind of seagull. Or like a white seabird.
1: A goose. Yeah, I figured. Obviously.
0: Which meat do you want? The picture is a unseasoned T-bone over some ice. Um, we've got some sage leaves over a nice kind of ribeye situation. We've got a rack of ribs or no meat, thanks, and it's green cabbage.
1: Uh, the second one. Okay.
0: And this great question, ball question mark? Basketball, tennis mm-hmm. ball, uh, soccer ball, or ball pit.
1: <laughs> uh, soccer ball.
0: I have to hear the snow removal guys. Yep. Okay, what's the last color you ever want to see? Yellow, green, blue to purple gradient, or red or er, yeah, red to orange gradient.
1: Um, blue to purple.
0: Now, pick a Disney princess. Ariel, Belle, Cinderella, or Sleeping Beauty. Lastly, what smell should cover up the stench of your death? (laughs) A bed of red roses, a beautiful glass perfume bottle, a (laughs) bulb of garlic, or a black and white votive candle. A candle. Oh my god, you also got Peter Pan! That's so fucking weird! And we didn't choose. I think we chose two the same out of all of those. Interesting. He swoops down and he plunges a knife deep into your chest and you go to hell. <laughs> it's essentially to summarize the description. Well,
1: I'll join. I'll see you there. It'll be fun. Yay. Be hell is better
0: fun. with friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true. It's true. Did I tell you what happened um, on the episode of SNL that Adam Driver hosted? No. Okay, so the opening, the cold open, um, one of the guys in the cast, I don't know, played uh, was uh, Mitch McConnell, which was really funny, and Mitch McConnell like <laughs> basically went to the sauna in hell. Anyway, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, and Adam Driver showed up for like a little tiny bit of the cold open as Jeffrey Epstein. Oh my God! And Mitch McConnell asked him, "Hey, what are you doing down here?" And he's like, "Just hanging." Oh no! It was, it was great. And Kate McKinnon was Satan in this. It was incredible. It was an incredible sketch. But oh man, I could not believe that I heard that.
0: That's really taken the wind out of my sails.
1: Yeah, it was it was good. I found another quiz that I thought was funny because it's like from an actual BuzzFeed staff and not just like a rando. Mm-hmm. Um, it's recasting Friends with older famous people, and will guess your age with ninety four percent accuracy. And I'm very curious about this.
0: Okay, go ahead.
1: Okay, who should play Rachel? Like the choices are phenomenal: um, Dolly Parton, Diana Ross, Julie Andrews, Cher, Rita Moreno, or Raquel Welch.
0: Donnie
1: Parton. Okay, who should play Chandler? Tom Hanks, Eddie Murphy, Patrick Stewart, Billy D. Williams, Dick Van Dyke, or Lawrence Fishburne?
0: Dick Van Dyke!
1: How about Joey? Denzel, Robert Redford, Harrison Ford, Sidney Poitier, Samuel Jackson, yes, or Warren Beatty? Warren Beatty. Samuel
0: Jackson!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe, Diane Keaton, Sophia Loren, Michelle Yeoh, Alfred Woodard, Catherine O'Hara, or Carol Burnett? If it's not Catherine O'Hara, I don't it's know. It's gotta be
0: Catherine O'Hara. Can yeah, you imagine? For sure, for sure,
1: for sure, Uh Monica, Meryl Streep, Whoopi Goldberg, Cicely Tyson, Helen Mirren, Oprah Winfrey, or Jane Fonda?
0: I feel like Jane Fonda would be excellent as that.
1: I think so, too. Oh, Ross. Fucking Ross. Um, <laughs> James Earl Jones, Robert De Niro, Danny Glover, Jeff Bridges, Keith David, or Ted Danson?
0: Ted Danson, for sure.
1: Um, <laughs> it says here, uh, you are 67. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on, you couldn't even give me 69.
1: Uh, <laughs> that's, I, I don't think the age thing is ever going to be accurate, but I just enjoyed the choices that they had. I was like, I would watch, I would watch something with, like, older people in those roles, it'd be great.
0: Agreed. Um, I have a game for you. Okay, I'm ready. It's the, um, (laughs) Wheel of Garbage Fire. Give me a number between 1 and 108, Megan. Oh,
1: yes. Uh, 69.
0: Oh, shit. What? No, don't give me that one. That one's too obvious.
1: Okay, fine. Uh, yeah, it is. As soon as I said it, I was like, oh, I know what it is. Um, 43.
0: 43. Okay, this one is titled, The One with the Hard Choices. Do you think you know
1: what we talked about in this episode? I feel like the hard choice involved in FMK that included, like, Taylor Hall and, like, some Sidney Crosby
0: or okay, something well, like that,
1: or some kind of something like that.
0: Interesting. Here's the summary. Wherein your hosts talk about what's new in their jobs, their private versus public lives, why a return visit to Wakanda wasn't quite as resonant. Which Scientologist should be pushed in front of a moving vehicle? Whether PK or Clay Matthews would be a better animal caregiver? Which iteration of Taylor Hall should be cherished? And why the letter Y is always a safe bet?
1: (laughs) Fucking no wonder no one listens to this show. That is the craziest description. See, but the Taylor Hall iterations of Taylor Hall. There's the hard choice. Yeah, I think
0: that is. That's my guess as well. I think that is. Do you want to do another one?
1: Sure, I would love to. Go ahead. Uh seventy-three.
0: Okay, this is <laughs>
1: the one with
0: Zoloft, and everything is fine. <laughs>
1: I can't remember. You were in the middle of you were going through something, I believe. <laughs> I was going through some shit, I believe, yeah. <laughs> okay, what's the what's the uh the summary there?
0: Oh man, it's a long one. Wherein your hosts talk about puck soup and what they're going to miss about it. Hint it's the scallops and the sighing. Outlander and how to fix it. Just what they think the Society for the Appreciation of English Beefsteak actually is. What the fuck is that a reference to? I don't know, but now I feel like I need to listen to it again. God damn it, okay? <laughs> Why, The Christmas Chronicles is a really good family Christmas movie that doesn't involve a <laughs> capital C Christmas man. <laughs> uh, the only time Guy Ferrari is preferable to a taxidermied rat... <laughs> <laughs> which, which place in time they'd like to explore Matrix style and whether or not Jamie Ben celebrates Festivus?
1: <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, that's
0: a big old question mark, question mark, question mark in my head.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, 83.
0: 83 <laughs> oh, God. It's the one with the 12 inch wang <laughs> Okay Do you want to just like make a guess?
1: I don't remember <laughs> what we would have talked about Fuck no I have no idea Me neither
0: <laughs> 12 inch wang Oh jeez well, where in your host talk about where Kay should go on vacation next, why The Walking Dead is trending up again, the joys of live theater, why some movies are very dated and others stand the test of time, why watching scary movies is more fun when you are with friends, why there are no benches and train stations, why my Carrie Christmas Carol should absolutely be a thing, and why the future looks promising for Jamie Benn. <laughs> Maybe it was like a... <laughs> like a donated 12 inch wang or something maybe i
1: have no idea (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ can't let's do two more Like this is impossible i I feel it's so funny because when we write those like we think we're so clever we do we
0: think they're like being almost too (laughs) specific
1: (laughs) um okay let's go i don't know like early let's go like 32 Okay, 32.
0: The one with
1: the heated looks. Ooh, okay, let's hear the summary. Maybe I can guess this one.
0: Okay, when your hosts talk about why the PHWA is a bunch of babies, (laughs) (laughs) why Cassie Campbell Pascal is better than all of them, how Riverdale and The Walking Dead are more alike than you can imagine, Why Outlander, third season, best season, is hitting all the right spots, except if you're Lord John Gray. (laughs) Under what circumstances they would like to see Chris Russell in the All-Star game, and how, with a couple of roster moves, the
1: New Jersey Devils could be a
0: championship team on
1: and off the ice. (laughs) Okay, the heated looks are obviously in reference to Outlander. Clearly. Gotta be. Has to be.
0: That's got to be a Lord John Grey.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, knowing look situation
1: for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, last one. Okay, and let's do, let's do a much more recent one and see how well I do. 98.
0: Okay. Here we go. The one with the giant rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god megan this one's like this one's so bad because we watched blue streak
1: oh okay well then forget that
0: (laughs) yeah try a different
1: one that's what we called that episode yep oh jesus uh okay 99 then Oh, if only you would have
0: gone 97. That's okay, so let's go 97.
1: One. Let's go 97 then. I don't well, care. Well,
0: 97 is the one with Satan's jizz.
1: <laughs> oh, that was what we talked
0: about. World War 1 a lot. It is. <laughs> so let's do 99
1: instead. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Okay, I'm ready.
0: 99 is the one with the unintentional Halloween theme. Okay. Wherein your hosts talk about the disappointing state of politics in Canada, the Alberta Ballet's contemporary adaptation of Frankenstein, and why you should go see it, whether or not they get into the good place, what their enemies hate about them, <laughs> literally everything, <laughs> what kind of Yankee candle Megan would be, and whether or
1: not they'd be good ghosts. Oh, Okay. That one's pretty obvious. Yeah, that one's pretty good. I don't remember what kind of Yankee Candle I would be, but I do remember that conversation, so that was good. Um,
0: Just a little query. Do you remember what your favorite title was?
1: Oh, Jesus. I do like the one with Tropical Depression, Kelsey.
0: Yes. (laughs) I think that one, other than our um, first episode, is our highest listened one on SoundCloud, I'm pretty sure
1: yeah um oh that's funny that's really really funny shit no like i have it's so funny because like yeah when we write these summaries like we think we're so fucking clever mm-hmm. um and we're just not oh no the one my favorite episode title is the one with the horse called feckless cunt that's yep. my favorite
0: one that one's mine oh jeez.
1: oh god i'm that just was looking so for good. the number I also just enjoyed the one with America's ass, (laughs) just because we talked about Avengers for 900 years, but...
0: A horse named Feckless Cunt is episode 54, just FYI. I think that was, like, one of the biggest and longest laughs. That that one's two hours and five (laughs) minutes long, folks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what oh, else did we talk about that day?
1: Okay, we're in your host talk about the Ottawa Senators' tire fire We still talked about sports, I remember mm-hmm. uh, um, A podcast called In the Dark Why Sensate is Worth Watching in brackets, it's the sex uh, Who is going to win the real NHL awards Who should win the M&K awards for bravery and entitlement Oh yeah, that's why it's <laughs> two hours long Yeah <laughs> Which NHLers are making it into their fallout shelter Oh Oh yeah <laughs> What percentage of NHL players can't read and why Jamie Ben would make a terrible quarterback. I think what I want to do more than anything is go back just to listen to all the Jamie Ben jokes oh. and like remember what those are.
0: I wish someone would just make a super cut and put it on YouTube or something.
1: Oh, oh man. Oh, so, only funny. Fans. so funny. Um, oh my god. Okay. Have you look have you looked through all of these?
0: I'm just kind of glancing through now, yeah.
1: Okay. Fuck this. The one the one that killed us both. Do you remember what That's that one right is? That's right at the start is. That's it? number 26, the one that killed us both. It, I think it was one of our uh like late night Friday ones.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a dangerous FMK situation.
1: No, it wasn't. I know. I knew which one it was immediately. I'll read you this and I'll see if you remember what happened. When your hosts talk about rage fire, Twitter protests, how women are humans too, needing a release from the unrelenting horror of the world. <laughs> okay. How Outlander continues to surpass expectations, why Riverdale brings Kelsey a welcome distraction from the unrelenting horror of the world, why baseball is stuffed with waiting and why that's a good thing, and whether or not Jamie Ben will ever make a July appearance in Edmonton. Oh fuck! That was the oh one. fuck! That's the one with the joke in that it. It's the taste of Edmonton one, yeah. That's uh. the
0: taste of Edmonton joke. <laughs>
1: uh. Oh boy!
0: I'm also partial to episode twenty two. If you just want to go ahead and read that title, Megan.
1: Oh, hang on. See all episodes. We've got so many. Uh, did you say twenty two? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> the one with one hundred rat-sized marchands. <laughs> oh God, just crushing oh, it! That's so funny.
0: Well, we're still three hundred away from ten thousand plays on SoundCloud. Okay. So I don't know what we're gonna have to do with our title this time around to really push us over
1: the top. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, we have episode twenty-nine is the one with the mustache rides. oh god (laughs) I don't even know Uh, there's one the one with all the assholes oh right because it's how you choose between Gary Bettman and Roger Goodell got it cool understood oh Um, yikes
0: yikes (laughs)
1: oh okay I'm going to give you a see if you can guess this is a movie one called the one with the long pauses which movie was that?
0: As Gabi King Arthur.
1: Nope. No? No. I don't remember watching other movies. Uh, You're Missing One Cinematic Masterpiece Set in Ireland. Aw, oh, shit. Leap Year? Yeah.
0: <laughs> what a disappointing title for that one. Out I know. Of all well, the ones we could have done.
1: I know. I know. Um, oh man. Oh, my God,
0: Megan. Oh, my God. What? We haven't even talked about what comes out on Wednesday. I know. <gasps> okay, so next weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah, so next weekend we have a plan. I also have a long weekend, so we got time. Shit,
0: yeah. Oh, yes, that's going to be so good. Okay, so To All the Boys 2 comes out mm-hmm. on Wednesday. I have no life, so I will
1: watch it on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, I'll probably watch it Wednesday after school before I go to trivia. I'll just watch it at school.
0: Yeah, I'm probably going to watch it three or four times before we record our episode that weekend. Just, just a big ol' FYI. But I'm extremely excited. I saw the first trailer, and I haven't looked at anything else because my new favorite thing is being surprised at things. Oh, okay. good. So I'm very much looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it as well. Like, I've seen, I've read the books, like, I know it's coming, right? But I'm still looking forward to watching it, because, because. I'm, I'm yeah, restarted.
0: because. Yeah, because.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Oh, God. I just need to close out this window that shows all our titles on SoundCloud, because it's just upsetting. <laughs> 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 I just saw it. <laughs> I just saw the one with Dennis Quaid's nipples, and I'm just not in the headspace to handle that today.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, that was funny.
0: Other than flea bag, is there anything you're garbage about?
1: Um, no, I'm still reading that big long book, though. That stupid bu- book that I hate? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's, and uh, my dad, I was, I was talking to my dad about it the other day, and he's like, is it any good? And I was like, I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Because I think, like... Like, it's fine, it's well written, and it's actually, it's interesting enough, but it's like, I gotta get finished before I can tell you if it was good. Because it's that's one of those fair. stories, it's one of those stories that, like, because you know sometimes when you read something, though, like, you just start reading it, and you're just, like, right in it?
0: Yeah, and you need to, like, see the whole thing to Yeah. come to a sense of understanding about it. Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. Whereas this one, this one, yeah, like I need, I need the whole picture. Whereas like other stuff, I know like within the first, you know, three chapters of the book, I'm like, yes, I'm gonna love this book. Mm -hmm. This one just because of the way it's structured, I think it's just more. It's a little bit harder to. It's just a little bit harder to quantify. Maybe. Well, that's fine. I can't wait till the review. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, and it's the, the I think the biggest challenge for me with it is ultimately that I. Um, I need to spend, like, an hour, minimum an hour at a time reading. Yeah. In order to, like, get back into it. And so I think that's the challenge.
0: That's a, like, yeah, that's rough to need that much mental
1: attention. So it's not a before bed book, because I don't usually have an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so it's that's the that's the thing that I find challenging with it more than anything. But it's good. I'm quite enjoying it. Um I watched the first two episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine, the new season. hmm So far so good. Quite enjoyed.
0: Well, they're never bad, so
1: <laughs> No, and but it's like I mean, they're into their seventh season, right? And there's always that there you know, there's always that danger, you run the risk of like fucking up with yeah. You know, when, it, when like did, should they have maybe stopped at the end of last season or you know? But so far so good. I think it'll be it'll be fine. They added a new twist at the end of last season. Where because Holt hadn't been like a beat cop for very long, he got demoted back down to beat cop from captain.
0: That's shit, but okay. Well it
1: is, but it was because of like like Wanch doing her thing or whatever and you know. So she demotes him. He's still in the in the nine nine, but he's he's a beat cop now, and so like there's a new twist.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's it's something, it's not the same as it was before, which I think probably makes it a little bit more accessible, because it's not just the same problems, because now, like, Jake is technically Holt's boss, ultimately. Gotcha. And it makes things very challenging.
0: Oh, I'm sure he loves
1: that. Uh, yeah, they both do, really. <laughs> Jake did not call him Captain Dad at all. <laughs> <when the> first... <laughs> So no, it was good. I quite enjoyed it. Um, and then I want to, at some point in time, go see nineteen seventeen because I've heard good things about it.
0: Yeah, me too. I'd also like to see it.
1: Um, I've heard and like from a technical perspective, I've heard really good things about it.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm really curious to feast my eyes upon this creation we mm-hmm. call movie.
1: Well, cause I've, I mean, I've heard some, it was funny, uh, I've seen some people sort of make fun of some of the, the reviews that it's gotten and some of like the praise that it's getting about how they've, you know, they're filming this, so lots of these big long scenes in one take. Mm-hmm. because of how it's done. And someone's like, it's like they've never heard of live theater before. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, oh my god. Which, like, it's fair, because, like, every once in a while, like, I'll you'll, you'll hear about how difficult it was to, like, make a particular film or whatever, and someone's like, yeah, but you were just making a movie.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like, like the you know perspective what I mean? Here. Yeah,
1: like, well, like, I remember, I think it was The Revenant was the one that I was, they talked about, like, the, the conditions of that shoot, because it was all... Like, all of the set, all of the setting, everything was all natural, right? And all the natural lighting yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, how brutal the weather conditions were. And I was like, yeah, but you got to, like, go back to your nice, warm hotel in Cadmore. Like, I'm sure you were fine.
0: Yeah, and it's also, like, you chose to do this. What did you yeah. expect it was going to be?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you legitimately signed up for it. Um, and you
0: signed up to use the most difficult approach mm-hmm. <laughs> to this filmmaking thing. Like...
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it like it's just that kind of, the same kind of feedback. But it was just funny reading some of that. It's like, oh yeah, these it's like these critics have never heard of live theater before. How mm. hard it was to do something wrong on take. And I was like, yeah, that's actually not a bad point. Um, because live theater stuff. Absolutely, it is. However, news flash:
0: motivation to see 1917. Andrew Scott is in it.
1: It's true. I know. And Richard Madden.
0: And Mark Strong.
1: Yeah. I know. I know. The cast is unbelievable. Oh, shit, dude. Yep. Um, I could talk for four hours about the Fast and Furious trailer. Um, because last week, Friday, I watched it at school like seven times uh, on my smart board before I went home. Mm-hmm. Because it's the biggest TV screen that I have access to. <laughs> and so I watched it. Uh, and there were two moments in the trailer, just the trailer, where I was like, what the fuck? Um, in good ways. So I'm very excited for that movie. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stoked about it. And then I told all my new students that the Fast and Furious movies are my favorite film franchise. And they were like, what? It's the same reaction I get all the time. Um, but it's a very satisfying reaction. <laughs> Because they always think, they always try really hard to, like, you know, name something that is a little bit more, like, highbrow and whatever. I'm like, no, man, those are my favorite movies. It's fine.
0: Yeah, but we've we've had this conversation a ton of times. Like, highbrow doesn't mean good.
1: Nope. Nope. I did, though, however, show my grade 10 classes, my two new grade 10 classes, the Friday Night Lights pilot the other day, Mm -hmm. as we were talking about practicing a certain kind of response that we're going to do to certain texts and stuff. And the one class was super into it. The other class also really enjoyed it, but just, like, much more quietly. Mm. Um, But the one class was super into it. And, like, every tackle, the girls were like, oh, that looks like it hurt. And, like, it was great. It was so fun to watch them watch it Mm -hmm. because it's something that I really like. uh, And I wasn't disappointed by their reaction at all. And then, like, I saw them – my class that I saw on Wednesday, I saw them again yesterday. And then – one of the kids said to me that she started watching it on Prime.
0: And then she watched
1: like six more episodes of it between Wednesday and Friday afternoon. And I was like, oh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like a tear falls yeah. from your eye. Yeah. Yeah. That's I said
1: stupid. to her, I said, well, I, said, I hope you like it. I said, it's probably my favorite TV show. And I've watched the whole series a number of times, and it's so good. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Well, I really like it so far. And I was like, Okay, that's good. And she's like, I think Tim Riggins is my favorite character. And I was like, I knew I liked you for a reason. <laughs> it's like, Oh, just wait. <laughs> yeah. You just wait. Just wait until his life becomes a real hot mess. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's such a good show. Anyway, it was just so fun. Like, I love doing that. And it was so fun to watch it with them and to see them react to the things that I react to.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I I love doing that as a teacher, like, introducing your kids to something that you love and watching them also love it is just, like, the best.
1: But then when they don't love it, it's really, like, it's kind of heartbreaking, because you're like, but I wanted you to like it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You're like, I wanted wanted you to like this thing. Why Mm -hmm. don't you like this thing? I know. Yeah.
0: Sometimes people just don't have taste, Megan, there's nothing you can do about it.
1: Sometimes they're just disappointing. Mm -hmm. Um... Okay, hang on. I got questions because I remembered to ask for them. Uh, the question from my friend Jillian: Are you ready for to all the boys I loved before too? Yes, Jillian, we are very ready for it.
0: My body is ready.
1: Oh boy! Since I saw the trailer, I've been ready for it. Oh um, well, yeah. What else? Uh, questions from a uh, guy I work with: uh, Will Chelsea FC beat Manchester United on the seventeenth? I don't know. Maybe? It's just... It's just... No. <laughs> he also wants to know if... Who should Chelsea sign in the summer? The answer to that question is I don't pay enough attention to soccer, so I couldn't answer that no. question. And who do you I have like, winning... I,
0: like, do, but I have no fucking clue how any of that works still. It doesn't make yeah. any goddamn sense to me.
1: Yeah. Um, and then who do you have winning the Euro 2020 tournament?
0: Oh, God. I don't um, know what the standings are right now.
1: My sentimental favorite is always Germany, so I'm just going to go with them. I don't I really would... know why.
0: I just want to see, because some people got knocked out, I think.
1: Like, we all know it's not going to be England, so...
0: No, I would love Scotland to do well, because they do have a soft spot for Celtic... Iceland doing good would also be excellent. I think it'd be I think,
1: yeah, Iceland would be fun for them to, like, do some good things. that would be good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, my my odds on favorite is always like, always Germany. I like them, so. Um, What else? Is there anything else? I don't think there's anything else. For that? uh, Those are his questions. I got three questions from Jess. And then I think we're... Or two questions from Jess over there. Uh, What is your favorite part of winter? And her Um, favorite part is watching a snowfall when you're warm and cozy and don't have to go anywhere.
0: Yes, that one's extremely good. I do love the clean look and feel of a fresh snowfall. Like the first steps through a fresh snowfall is so satisfying.
1: I like the sound of the first steps. Like the way the way that the, the snow crunches under your feet. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I really also like right after it snows. I like being outside. Uh right after it snows because it's so quiet. Yes. Like there's something yes, very yes, satisfying about that as well. Agreed. Um I also like though, and where we are, and I think I feel like Calgary's probably very similar. We get lots of sun in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. That I think a lot of places don't get sun in the wintertime in the same way, and I really enjoy that. Like, if it's really cold out, fine, but if it's really cold and sunny, I really like that.
0: Yeah, it makes it
1: livable. Yeah, because, like, you and I lived in Dublin, and it was, like, it wasn't cold the way that we get cold, obviously, but it was cloudy for, like, six months. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I saw the sun for, like, six months. So, that sucked. And
0: Absolutely. I don't know if I could, like,
1: like, be like living in Vancouver. For the wintertime. Like, I don't think I could do that.
0: Yeah, that'd be a really, will be really challenging for people on the prairies to do that. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was a hard thing to get used to living in, in Ireland. And even though it wasn't very cold, I was like, no, I couldn't do this with no sun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I'll take my minus 20 in sun pretty much any day. Over. Yes, Probably but
0: you don't have has. to walk a dog, Megan.
1: <laughs> we all make sucks. choices. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, that's your catchphrase.
1: We well, all is, make that choices. is that is, which is kind of why I was like, "Well, you only live once." So he's the one that I'll go with because you know that's the most, that's the closest. And the last question from Jess is uh, an FMK. Are you ready? Yes. It's a good one, I think. Uh, romance movies, romance novels, or romance fanfic. It's a great question. I would kill oh. the romance novels because I could honestly not care less.
0: Yeah, and you marry the movies.
1: Yeah, and then you, fuck, and the you fanfic, fuck the fanfic. <laughs> which is <laughs> Boom, there. You go. You done it. Absolutely, absolutely. Because yeah, the romance novels, like I legitimately could not care less.
0: Yeah, about I about reading a
1: romance novel, and I would argue. That, like some of the fanfic that I read is better written than the published romance novels by like a long shot, yeah, I'm no argument with you, I'm, yeah. I'm right there, yeah, so anyway, that's it. I don't have any more questions. Oh no, I did have that one from Aaron, that other question that I texted you earlier. So, oh, I still haven't had time to think about it. Can we save it? Yeah, sure we I can want to time to a little think about it next time, sure,
0: okay, sure, sure, sure,
1: yeah, so because she got a she got a journal that's got like fifty two lists. Or whatever for a year, and uh, that's neat. Yeah, and so this is one of the questions apparently. In just in continue
0: myself. to mine that resource, Megan.
1: <laughs> so we will uh, we will do that. deal with that one next week then. Yeah, sounds good. Cool, cool. Anything else? No, I'm done. Sweet. Um, also, is the Outlander back next week? I think it is the sixteenth. Next week? I think so. What I'm so out of the loop It's not the 16th or the 23rd But I'm pretty sure it's the 16th Bye
0: Canada
1: Because then that'll be a thing That we'll need to talk about too Yes Not that I'm complaining about having to talk about it But like you
0: know Have to is more of um, February 16th 2020 Shit dude I didn't even know
1: Excellent Okay,
0: I'm going to have to put that in my calendar. You know my memory.
1: Excellent. Okay, well, now we know what we're going to talk about next week. We're obviously going to talk about uh, Peter Kavinsky for 19 hours. Um, and then you'll hear some o other things too soon. Aren't you excited? Um, I'm excited. I don't know about anyone else. But anyway, there we go.
0: Yeah, I'm down. I'm down, I'm down, I'm excited. That's going to per- be a great episode. 30 minutes be... Outlander, 30 minutes Peter Kavinsky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. It sounds excellent. Um, okay, that's all we have for this week. Uh, you can find our things on the internet at uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. Uh, we have a website, garbagefirepodcast.com. There's
0: an Instagram, garbagefire... Garbage par... Garbage par <laughs> oh, Megan. Garbagefirepod.
1: Uh, you can tweet at me at mig14 and you can tweet at us at Pod, and I will get to it eventually <laughs> yeah. I do have the notifications turned on on my phone so if someone does tweet at us like I I get it at least
0: oh I see that's yeah. smart
1: yeah and we have an email address garbagefirepodcast at gmail.com if there's anything you want us to talk about or like you you know want to know what we think about particular things like we'll do our very best or if you have questions you want to send our way um, we will do our very best to answer them.
0: Yeah, that would be, it'd be nice to get questions.
1: Yeah, and also watch Fleabag, because, uh, you love it. Yeah, shit, what are you doing? Turn us yeah. off, Work are trash. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, like, go watch Fleabag and don't listen to what we're saying. No. Um, yeah, that's all we have for this week, and as always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the dumpster.